Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to WayUT Radio 617. It's your host, Apollo Godspeed. Tonight, mm-hmm. we are talking about. You got a Life. Huh? Life. Life. I'm live. Uh, tonight we are talking about history on Jamaica. But before me get into that, boy, I'm going to get into a song. Bars on Fire by Young Boy Prince Apollo. Apollo bars on fire. Welcome for you, ladies and empire podcast. Welcome, bird. 
we are getting into talking about history of Jamaica. Let's get into it. So, to start off, we will give the in-depth background of Jamaica. Jamaica is originally inhabited by the Occurrence. They are called Tainos. They are named the island of Aksumaka which means an island of wood and water. The Akawaks have a quite peaceful lives until they were destroyed. Arawaks, I'm sorry. Arawaks had a quiet and peaceful lives until they were were destroyed by the Spaniards years after Christopher Columbus discovered in the island of 1494. <laughs> served mainly in supplies at the base of the uh, they conquered an American mainland later in 1509 the first Spanish um, colonists came on May 10th 1665 and the English have successful, ah, successfully attacked on Jamaica the Spaniards surrendered uh, surrounded no, I'm sorry. He, yeah, the Spaniards surrendered to the English and were set as the slaves, and and their uh, descendants who became known as the Moors. We'll get deeper to the Moors later, but uh, the slave trade then became a popular and profitable venture for the colonists. The slaves, however, were un- unhappy with their status, so they rebelled. The Moors also several wars against the English in 1740. A treaty was signed with the British. The treaty comes from. The treaty was signed with the British, stating that we were given the land and the rights as free men. In return, we may stop fighting and help recapture the runaway slaves, but the results in arrest because of Morans did not agree to return runaway slaves. On January 1st, 1808, the abomination bill abolished and declared to be unlawful emancipation in (laughs) Really? You're just going to shut me up while I'm just doing it? Okay. Abolishing declared unlawful and emancipation when appreciation apprenticeship came came to effect of eighteen thirty four and the full freedom was granted in eighteen thirty eight. On August sixth, nineteen sixty two, Jamaica was granted an independence from England. Jamaica is now has its own constitution which sets the laws that it came to become government. Jamaica as a modern history has become character, characterized by a political seesaw between Jamaica Labor Parties, which is JLP, and the People and the People National Party, PNP. 
the principles of two parties has been uh, has been changed over time. So there, there you go with a little background of Jamaica. We're going to one more. Let's say the government of Jamaica. Jamaica is an island of a country in the Caribbean Sea, the third largest island in the Galloway Antilles. Measuring 4,240 square miles of a total area, the island is located some 90 miles from south of Cuba, approximately 120 square miles from west of Hespanonia. The large island in the home nation states of Haiti and Dominican Republic. Jamaica is the fifth largest island in the Caribbean. Its population of 2.8 million people makes the third most makes it the third most populous in Naglifon country. Hmm. I just learned that. Huh. Yeah, uh, two point eight million people makes up the third most populous Aquanon country in America, after the United States and Canada. The capital of the large cities of Jamaica and Kingston is home to approximately one third of the nation's population. Once a Spanish uh, possession known as Santiago, in the third middle of the 17th century, Jamaica came under the rule of England. It achieved the full independence of August 6, 1962, became the Commonwealth known as the realm of Elizabeth, Elizabeth II, I'm sorry, serving as a queen as the head of state. The Queen appointed representations at uh, Jamaica is known as the Governor General, currently Sir Patrick Allen. Hey, Miss MB, how you feeling? Uh, let's see. Jamaica is currently um. Democracy based on a system representative, yeah, representative and responsible of a government. Uh, an utterly state and a member of Commonwealth nations of the Jamaican form that the government is known to the constitutional monarchy as a constant as a constitutional under the country gained independence in 1962 is primarily based on the British so oh my goodness Sayaiko political culture and it's a model after the Westminster Whitehall British system of government god damn 
British is like damn near America, huh? That's why America's just a little British. Little take over and conquer every goddamn thing. Just remind you of Rome. Just wanna conquer and just take over everything. Through the free and open elections, the citizens of Jamaica have the right to choose the individuals who govern the country. Each citizen is subject to the rule of law, meaning that the law of the land is supreme and that all the people accredited consider the equal before the law. Now, that's something that we should be having now. Yeah. I'm going to read that back one good. Though free and open to election, the citizens of Jamaica have the right to choose the individuals who govern their country, which is we do. Each citizen is subject to be a ruler of the law, meaning that the law of the land is supreme, that all people are created, is considered equal before the law. I might go with some people's heads, but in a lot of standpoints, we are not equal. We are not treated as equal. And a lot of states don't treat us equal. And I'm not going to get too deep into that, but a lot of people know what I'm talking about. We are not treated as equal. Um, the structure of the government of Jamaica is outlined thoroughly through 10 chapters of the Jamaica Constitution. Each chapter deals with different topics, including chapters of citizenship, fundamental rights, and freedom, the role of function, <clears throat> functioning governor general, uh, the Jamaican uh, parliament, executive powers, ju uh, the ju Judiciary, finances and public, and civil services. So we can break it down for you. So um, it's actually uh, I wouldn't mind governing or being consul, but being a uh, consul in Jamaica, I have to be careful. But it's a better opportunity. Um, in, in terms of the state uh, status as a constitutional monarchy, the Queen of England is a head of state on an advisor of a prime prime minister of Jamaica. The Queen appoints the Governor General to be a herd of representatives in Jamaica. The Governor General must have no afflictions or who whatsoever to any political party. Oh, mm. Now that I might have some more trouble with the governor general, the governor general must have no affiliations whatsoever to any political party. Important to note that there is neither the queen or her appointed governor general has any real authority in Jamaica. In terms governing governing the administration of the country. Their rules, mainly symbolics. 
that might be a problem for me. I don't know about that. The true legislative and executive responsibilities in Jamaica rest in the elected responsibilities of the people. It's time for me to get some eye drops. <laughs> I have to burn it. <laughs> Role of the governor of general in Jamaica. I found some good facts too. Sure. Uh, this being my last one. Um, the governor, the governor general, the governor general is largely a figurehead in Jamaica, representing the queen of the ceremony. <laughs> the ceremonial occasions, <laughs> such as opening. Uh, It's okay. Okay, I was, uh, lost my reading, lost my track. Yep. yep. <laughs> Such as <laughs> opening as a pyramid, uh, privately positions and honors in a military parade. Under the Jamaican Constitution, the individuals appointed by the Queen serve as a Governor General and is given an authority to act in a number of capacities, including. The appointment of discipline of other, of other officers of the civil service was programming parliament. However, only in a few cases is he empowered to act entirely of his own decisions. The governor general also exercises The per uh, the per the prerogative the per yeah the per what what the hell talk about now <laughs> smoking me the prerogative of mercy on behalf of the queen uh, grants pardons to any. In, 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 uh, individuals who have been sentenced to death for their crimes, the Governor General's acts as an advice of the Jamaican Privacy Private Council. That is enough for me because my eyes is burning and I'm getting tongue twisted. <laughs> Are there any questions? Oh, spell the word out. Which word? Um, wait a minute. I gotta go back. It was. I don't even know what I started at. Well, what did you get out of reading that? Honestly, but that's what I got out of it. Is that, um... Mm -hmm. As being a Jamaican, we we're still technically not free, right? Because I was just saying that the queen is still the queen. Yeah, yeah. So, 
yeah, we, we, we may not have the same issues that we used to have. And so for us going into Yes. We're on prerogative. Um we 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 may not have the the same issues as 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 we as we was having. But to say that that we still have to report and and, and get our finalized answers from a third party, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? That's that's not <laughs> basically on the island. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's almost like you, you have know, independence, but at the same time you don't. You don't, yeah. It's the same as America. They claim that we have independence, but realistically, we don't. Why? Because we have to pay our taxes. Taxes go straight to London. All that purses underneath the Queen. That shit don't go to no damn city and state and all that bullshit they talking about. That shit goes straight to the Queen. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the island. So, so if it's happening in Jamaica, it's happening in Haiti, it's happening in Dominican Republic, it's happening in Cuba. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The Queen is pretty much banking, and the Pope can't well, forget the Pope. <laughs> can't forget the Pope, okay? Because the Vatican well, sucks in most about. money out of all of them. They want to be like considered to be God, like next to God. Like, Home mentality, so they yeah. can forever reign. But they're playing with fire. Oh, yeah. So, what I thought was a little fun fact was they were breaking down how Jamaica got its name. Mm-hmm. And um, I put it um, in the themselves so they can um get an idea of what it would what it looks like you know when it's all you know said and done so which i thought was a great little piece for people to be able because sometimes people wonder like how how this one got its name how that one got its name and um, I thought it was a good idea. So it says um, the original inhabitants of Jamaica are believed to be Arawaks, also called Tainos. Mm-hmm. They came from South America 2,500 years ago and named the island Zamaka, which meant land of wood and water. So that's still how you think about it. It's called called Zemeka over time, especially when England got his hand hand on it, which the letter J wasn't introduced until England started Mm -hmm. um, getting involved. Like how Jesus, how they said Jesus didn't exist and that, you know, the original name of Jesus was what, like, um, 
Esau, so Esau, something like that. Isis, something like that. I'll have to look that up. Isis. Isis. Osiris, wasn't it? It was Osiris. And then they just decided to add a J in all of this. And then that's how we get the J in the alphabet. So, with that said, if it was originally called Zemeka, imagine when England comes in, it's now Jamaica. So now you can just start, now it gives you an idea, the type of influence that England has on Jamaica, even till its name still to this day. Yep. True factor. So I thought that would be interesting and we're doing this in light of, you know, this weekend here in Boston was the Caribbean Festival, the um, the parade, yeah. and um, I don't know which float you were a part of. I was part of Jamaica and Trinidadian float. Okay. Um. So that's perfect. So that so people want to know something like that, like 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 well why is it called Jamaica? Then that answers that. It's the land of wood and water. Yeah, which makes sense because it's surrounded by water. Island, yeah. Yeah. And when you have if you think about it, you use common sense. When you have lots of wood, obviously you could build up lots of like home little homes and Truth be told, that's where they start to build their first, honestly, ships. See, and yeah. it was the strongest, strongest bark trees was was from from Jamaica because the sunlight was directly hitting on the trees, and it's three sixty five all year round. You get what I'm saying? And the soil was so rich that trees can grow not only faster but stronger too. Mm-hmm. So the WordPress says that Jamaica is the second poorest country in the in the Caribbean. Um, the recent release data, 2014's World Development Report, ranks Jamaica as the second poorest country in the Caribbean in terms of gross national income per capita. But that was back in 2015. But I wonder has that changed with the Chinese coming in? And setting up, you know, tourist attractions, especially now, in like, you know, like between what, 2018, 2019? Yeah. Um, honestly, uh, Jamaica has really improved tourists wise. Um, if that keeps up, the economy should rise above the debt level. Because honestly, truth be told, they are more in debt with the with England more they are in good standards. Um, that's one of the reasons why their aids are kind of last to. Yeah, I mean, last of the line to actually get resources. Yeah, I was about to go into Wikipedia says their resources. As far as the natural resources, and the primary resources, bauxite, an ideal climate conducive to agriculture, also tourism. 
the discovery of bauxite in the 40s. Let me say it correctly, 1940s, because it could be in the 40s. <laughs> and the subsequent establishment of the bauxite alumina industry shifted from Jamaica's economy from sugar and bananas. Mm -hmm. And which we all know. If you know anything about sugar, all the plantations over there and how much of a big, huge commodity sugar was. And that's basically where England got its biggest money from. Yep. Everybody got If you had access, like you said, to books and stuff like that mm -hmm. and banks and stuff to give you loans and stuff to set up, to get there, to get the people, to get a crew together. And then they get over there to set up a plantation and buy you some. Yep. Slaves or whatever, yeah. you can just try to get rich over there. Yeah. Sugar canes, banana trees. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, <clears throat> what else? Um, I saw some information. Um, Let me see what else. I saw some more information um, explaining that the um, that this aura, you know, how when, you know, they needed workers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Quote, unquote um, workers. Yeah. Quote, unquote workers. Um. Before I get to that, um, they were talking about Jamaica's independence, which I know you covered. Jamaica um, has a history like many other islands in the Caribbean, initially claimed as a Spanish colony. Mm -hmm. Later, it became a British colony mm -hmm. from the mid-17th century until its independence. Jamaica was subject to rules and practices of the English government, which that came from study.com. Um, academy. Okay, so that's where that came from. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jamaica are the citizens of Jamaica and their descendants in the Jamaican diaspora. Most Jamaicans, most Jamaicans are African descent, with smaller minorities of Europeans, East Indians, Chinese, and others or mixed ancestries. Jamaicans of African or partial African descent made up 89.4% of the working population, and that's according to wikipedia.org as well. So they bought, it seems like, sound like to me, they bought, like, you know, whoever will come over and do the work. So you usually have the Tainos and the Arawaks over there, and then next thing you know, you bring in Africans and um, the Chinese and you bring in like the East Indians, everybody's going to eventually start to mix or whatever. Mm -hmm. Something that what? similar to like here. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and all over the Caribbean. I read a book called um, Sugar in the Blood. I don't know if you remember me reading this book a couple years ago. I think I do. And it was about a family that um they had a they had it was like a plantation story, but it was a very much so about a story about um of 
an author. She's really tracing her roots on both sides of the family. We need the white side of the family and also the black side of the family. And then she talked about colorism, things like that inside the book. Meaning like, you know, like initially like her family in Jamaica started off like we had the white ones that started off on the plantations that own the plantations. And then they eventually end up making children with some of the, the slaves in it. And the lighter you are, you know, the better you got treated or whatever. And the better you, um, um, the better lighter you were, the better you got treated. Um, you know, you get a better education and so forth. And even coming to to um to the Americas, they preferred you to either they preferred that family preferred you to either date somebody light or white if you could yeah. to keep it up. But then after a while once coming to America, everybody decided to marry for love. Whether you were, you know, white, light, or dark, whether you were black. So, long as you maintain a certain element of success, it was a very good read because everybody focuses on the plantation stories here in America when there's plantation stories all over Brazil. Oh, definitely. All through the, all through the Caribbean, including Puerto Rico, including the Dominican Republic, and Cuba, and so on, so on. People forget that. So, um, it's called Sugar in the Blood. If you ever get a chance to read that book, but I do, I do commend Jamaica for taking their. Um, independence very early, much so like how Haiti did, because you know they like to tell us the stories about us submitting, but they don't never talk too much about the revolts that happened, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> it very much so happened early on in the Caribbeans with the revolts. They try to, you know, sometimes blame the revolt um, on the countries being poor, but I, you know, the countries are very resourceful, and it all depends on what you want to consider to be poor. If you if you want to compare it to like American or or Europe standards, then of course they're gonna be poor, but. If you want to go back to old world side of things, they're surviving. Any questions, anybody? Yeah, I know. Um, I know that um, MB is not on here, but 
I hope she has a really good sleep, but, um, cause it is kind of late. Yeah. Like, like, like Europe has their hand is much, um, the economy of most of us people of color, you know, like the Caribbean islands, like the Americas and like the, like the Brazils, even, 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 um, the, um, like even the Central American companies, believe it or not, like, you know, cause you got, you got Spain on one side, you got France on the other side mm-hmm. and everybody knows if you know your history, they, you know, they, they, they do team to power up and team up, especially if they think that they're going to get rich or they're going to um, get some more land, you know, they will team up in order to, you know, think that they're going to be able to rule and, you know, keep what, what do you call it? Like, like gain more wealth and gain more, um, what, what supplies and stuff to be able to yeah. sell to their people at high price or, or to other, or to be able to trade um, other countries for a high price in order to keep their afloat, especially the elite. The elite likes to stay in power. They like to have the finest. They like to have the best. So they like to kind of, you know, what do you want to call it? Scour the world to see what kind of, um, what kind of, whatever, what kind of items that they can get and bring back and try to get, you know, top dollar off of or whatever, just so that they can seem like they're the ones that have access to this and just make as much money as they can. At the same time, in the same breath, they do also like to have, you know, land in, in as many places as possible as well. It's kind of like a greed thing, if you ask exactly. me. Exactly. Control and conquer, almost like how Rome was. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. No different than how Rome did Africa. They just they just continuously doing it. Even if you really think about it, if you really pay attention to what's going on in today's world, like they still do it. If you just really pay attention, yeah. you just really have to really really see things. Like like when you think about what's going on. What and the Amazons and I always think of I always think about not just the Amazons, but I bet you there's other little islands out there that you know that 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 live by the old world traditions, but eventually they're gonna get disturbed because yeah. they're gonna get in their mind that they got some type of commodity out there and they need to they need to be converted to being Christians, you know. And so that they cannot be heathens, and it's like, in other words, history doesn't history repeats itself. It's all just the, the players just change. That's, That's right. all that happens. That's right. So it's great that they have carnivals. You know, um, it's great that they have carnivals um, celebrating the people all over, so people can really see that these people are happy they're thriving and 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 it makes you want to you know interact and and get to know these people 
and and see what they like and they bring you a little bit of their culture and they bring you a little bit of their culture or whatever so that you can be able to experience it and of course it makes you just want to go because they really are rich in culture not not taking anything away from the americas but the caribbean is really really rich in culture they try to keep to their to their um traditions and their old world ways and the old world styles so they really are places that we should want to consider traveling to or whatever and just get you know firsthand information from them because they really can teach us the history and teach us the ways of 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 our people and what they're like so it's nice when they unite and they get together and they have their parades and they take it to Canada they take it to here and they also go all through different Caribbean islands like just parading their beautiful wonderful rich history and their rich culture you know so i don't know if anybody has any more questions about jamaica we just wanted to give you a little um history on it and kind of give you an idea of what's happening um <clears throat> yeah you know jamaica is very beautiful and you know, the Chinese are coming in and they are building up lots of tourist, um, tourist attractions over there, such as beautiful hotels, casinos, etc. You know, just to kind of, because, you know, when you have tourist attractions, you draw in the economy. So it's like, you know, they keep the economy afloat. Now, there's two sides to that, that, you know, I won't get deeper in. That's up, that's between their government to work out but hopefully the people will see through will see through what's happening with the government over there and figure a way out how to do what's best so that in the long run Jamaica <clears throat> with this with, with, with all this beautiful people and beautiful culture and um you know with all that the land has to offer that they just don't let someone put them into a deficit you know, and, you know, just keep it going because Jamaica is a wonderful place. I haven't been, but just by the friends I have and, the, you know, going to these carnivals and stuff, it's just like they're just wonderful people. And I'm glad that, you know, I have a husband that spent some time down there and you you can't base, you can't base one individual you know from you know you can't base one individual you know um you can't base a group, a group of people off of one individual but you know if he sticks to like you know the cultural ways and everything it's like then they 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 really are very good people they don't take no mess but they're very loving people you know they're very prideful people and they, they, they very much so have every reason to be.
you know, everything is fun, but everything is about working hard too as well. Because like I said, they still keep up with the old world traditional styles. So, I don't know if anybody has any um, questions or any information that they would like to share in regards to this topic. Um, we thought it would be a good idea to come on and talk about it, you know, in light of, you know, like I said, us having Carnival here um, in in our state. I think we had two, I think we have two, we have two Caribbean carnivals in this state, um, like a day or so apart. So it kind of goes in like a, like a two, like a two day thing. Then we also have the Dominican um, festivals. Then we also have the Jamaican festival, the um, Puerto Rican festivals, you know, um, so it kicks off the whole summer. Um, I know that Canada has Cabana week. Um, you know, I know New York has theirs and I'm sure Florida definitely for sure has theirs. Um, Florida is probably one carnival I would love to experience just because it's in a nice hot tropical like climate. I would love to see, you know, how they get really, how, how do they really get prepared? How do they get involved? Because, you know, being right there, you know, on the keys closer to the island, like, I'm pretty sure they really go all out, you know? So I would love to have that experience one day. Um, but it's nice to see people unite and, and get together and, you know, let us see what they have to offer, what they got going on. It's nice. It's really, really nice. So I don't know. Let's see how long the show is. I don't want to carry it on too long but we just wanted to have a brief description so now you know basically the history of it where it got where it got its name from you know kind of who still who 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 still um you know owns it and what's happening with it and salute and carnival time and everything so <clears throat> i hope you guys enjoyed this on Royalty Radio 617 with your host, Paolo Godspeed, and, you know, special co-host, me, Jules Crown. And if you could, like I said, I always say this, I thank you guys for stopping by because, like, you could have went to the other, you know, podcasters and listened to their content, but the fact that you took the time to want to listen to this content. Hope you got something out of it. You know, we, we greatly appreciate you. And we hope that you, you know, you stop by again. Before we go, if anybody want to share any information about um, if they're a podcaster, where can they be found? Um, if they're a podcaster, where can they be found? Um, where people can follow them at, what their podcast is about. So other people can follow you. That would be great. You could take the time now. Um, in the meantime, because I'll take the time out right now to say that you can um, follow once again Royalty Radio six one seven over here on Castbox. Um, they have the podcast channel, which has really great content, celebrity interviews, interviews of upcoming artists, as well as 
a host of great topics over there. Also, you have the live cast where there are all some great interviews and some great information over there. You can listen to the man cave and, you know, crazy topics that we've had over there in the past. Uh, <laughs> as well as like some um, relationship um, content over there. Um, we also have some of that. Also, too, we want to give a shout out to um, Hashtag Royal Blue, who designs everything for the ladies' side of things and also for the men's side of things with the pick art designs. So Hashtag Royal Blue, that's R-O-Y-L-E-B-L-E-U. Um, she has a podcast on, well, she has a podcast, yeah, she has an account, a profile on here. She's getting her podcast ready to go. She's just making sure we have our custom designs for covers for our shows together. So I'd like to thank her for sponsoring not only Royalty Radio 617, but also um, supporting um, Royal Ladies Empire podcast as well. Also, this podcast has been brought to you by Royal Dynasty Regal Entertainment and Apollo Godspeed and his album Broken Mirrors which is available on Reverb Nation and Audio Mac. We played Bars on Fire, which is the remix to Bars and Cars, performed um, by Young Boy Prince Apollo and Apollo Godspeed, um, as well as a host of other songs such as Sleepless Nights, uh, Runaway, uh, Roll One, um, the struggles, the answer, it's the host of songs that, you know, we've heard on this platform. So we thank you for joining us right here on Royalty Radio 617 with your host, Apollo Godspeed, and your special co-host, Jules Crown. So in the meantime, be blessed and stay royal. <laughs>